Abigado, Abigado, Lisby, Abigado, 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 Lisby, Portugal, Abigado, for everything, Abigado, for the wine, Abigado, for the Cuban cigars. Abigado for the weed. Abigado for the food. Abigado for the racism. Abigado. 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 This is a new motherfucking intro. Someone don't want their voice on the show So now we have a new motherfucking intro So sit back and enjoy the fucking show Welcome to Decoding 40 All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that magnificent intro, so you know what time it is. It is time for the funniest hour in podcasting. This is your boy L.O.Dot, a.k.a. The Big Spoon. Long story, we may or may not tell it to you, but I am joined with two of the most internationally renowned and traveled podcasters in the world. They go by the names of... Hello, I'm Vince Delirant. I am Vincent Perez. I'm talking with an accent because I can. <laughs> What's going on, people? You know what I'm saying? I've been in the building, chilling in Lisbon, Portugal. This is Alaric. So, as been mentioned, and as we have mentioned a few times in the past uh, couple of weeks, we are recording, traveling, drinking, eating, chilling in uh, the beautiful country of Portugal. We happen to have uh, landed and set foot in Lisbon. Is that why you sound so far away? I sound far away now? No, I'm joking. That's kind of commentary on your shitty mic. Oh. (laughs) Which is my fault. (laughs) Even after a really nice intro, I get the slander. It's okay. (laughs) Um, But uh, as always, we have to do a little bit of housekeeping. So, we are asking everyone to come support the show by going to decoding40pod.com. Pick up yourself some nice t-shirts, some nice hoodies, and some sweatshirts, and eventually there'll be more stuff there. As a matter of fact, they will, there will be a new drop later this uh, today, which is afternoon for us, but we're still recording in the morning time, New York time. And if you need to give us a call or text, the number is 619 940 4040. That number is available on WhatsApp. So if you're on WhatsApp, you can join the community of decoders and hit us up there. Uh, any housekeeping you guys want to get out? I want more wine. Mm. <laughs> Bartender, bring more wine. I, I, I've, I've discovered the lovely deliciousness of Portugal wine, and I've never been a wine drinker in my entire life. And L bought a bottle, and I was almost like, why is he buying wine? <laughs> why is he buying wine? We're supposed to be drinking whiskey, right? And then I tasted this wine. I was like, mm, this is delicious. I don't want any more whiskey. I want the wine. <laughs> Bartender, bring more wine. Welcome to the dark side, young Skywalker. Rick, you got any housekeeping? Just buy merch. That's all I want you to do. Buy yes. merch. <laughs> so with that said, let's start the international check-in. 
All right, so uh, the check-in this week is, I mean, what more can we say? What more can I say other than that we're in beautiful Lisbon? It's a very old-looking type of city with the cobblestones and everything else. The view where we're at is beautiful. The weather's nice. It's in the 60s. It gets a little cooler at night, but it's, you know, a nice hoodie. You good. The flight here was long as fuck. Felt like I was was flying for 3,000 hours and... People don't cover their mouth on planes anymore. And I had this little fucking, this motherfucker was the height of Prince and probably weighed as much as Prince. But he thought he had, he he acted like he was 7'9". And he had to put his fucking seat back. And uh, he had a little friend next to him that was trying to break L's knees. But L wasn't having it with the, with the straight elbow check to the back of the seat. <laughs> it was a little violent, but you know, hey, you got to do what you got to do. And I, and it, and this guy kept putting it back, and then finally I had enough, man, and I and I pushed him in like with all my might, and his little ass, you know, went forward a little bit, and you know he got all red and looked back. I just like, come on, man, you know this is this is a seven hour flight, and your little ass can you can actually fit comfortably in the overhead. He could have <laughs> laid down on the overhead and went to sleep up there, little as this nigga was. So you know, come on, man, stop it. But the flight, you know, we got here. And then immediately we got to the, we got to the spot. We the first thing we did was we we found this little you know eatery next to where we we're, we're staying at, and we ate there, and we had our first beer. And uh, now here it is Monday, and uh, I feel like I'm Anthony Bourdain. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> wow, I'm <laughs> Anthony Bourdain. That was quick four oh, days. Yeah. Listen, that's a quick four <laughs> days. I am a Samoyer. Uh, also i i I had to say a good dining uh the americans say very good dining here um yeah i'm fucking yeah i'm anthony bourdain's spirit right now and i'm drinking lots of wine smoke a little chiba and it's great man it's it's a beautiful trip it's a beautiful beautiful trip you're skipping a little bit because um when we first got here yeah (laughs) well just from skipping around you know just you know from when we got here Mm -hmm. uh we didn't we didn't val we didn't uh confirm the check-in time so we showed up a little bit earlier than the check-in time and that's when we found out that it was a three-floor walk-up oh yeah and basically hauling bags upstairs out of breath all i want is to sit down have a glass of water and refresh yes and um we were locked out for a little bit that's when we found the cafe yeah yeah we were locked out for a little bit because i'm putting in the code i'm like yo maybe this is on a time lock because this motherfucker got a spacely sprockets lock on the on the door um you know i'm used to using a key so at any rate we went down to the little cafe we had something to eat they had a beautiful lasagna it was you know really tasty and a beer a local was it a local ipa yeah it was a local ipa i don't remember the name of it but it had uh fruity notes to it yeah that it, for it, some reason smelled like cannabis notes to me <laughs> We was drinking weed beer. Um, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't weed beer. It was a you know a local IPA, a couple of those, and then uh, we finally get into the spot. Beautiful spot, you know what I mean. And um, couple little hiccups because when you go to an Airbnb, sometimes you find things, and it's best that you report those things when it, when you find them because you don't want to get hit with the uh, oh you broke it when you got there. Stop lying. You knew right. it was fucking force. It was fucked up. You know what I'm saying. But at any rate, it's a nice spot. We get here the first night we're here and we just, you know, went out and just kind of looked, surveyed the land a little bit. We got to eat some really, really good food that first night. What was that again? What was the name of the spot? Infamy, but 
I said in fame. In fame. <laughs> in fame. In fame. Masala live forever. In fame, yeah. Cross so, over, but they don't know no better. But that restaurant uh, was great. The food here is just delicious, man. I, I think I had the steak, delicious. And Rick and Al had the octopus, the grilled octopus. And I, I don't think you, you guys liked it, but you said you were like not really impressed. It just needed a little bit of seasoning. Like it was just missing a little bit of salt. Like it was cooked well. Everything was was good about it. It just didn't have a little, it needed a little pop. Maybe it was a little bit of lemon and salt and it would have been. I agree. It, it needed some kind of punch to just wow you. And it just was yeah. like, this is a good meal. You know, I, I would not throw it back, but I was expecting something to really kind of be like, oh yeah. This is why I ordered this. No, but the texture was perfect. It was cooked perfect. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, just the flavor, something. There needed to be something to just kind of take it up to the next level. So uh, yeah. we're sending that chef packing with his knives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sir, your octopus tasted bland at best. <laughs> Pack your shit. Um, but the steak was delicious. Um, they do know how to cook a good steak down here. And it was medium, delicious. The potatoes that came with it, great. It was a good first night. We just kind of walked around and trying to uh, find a way. We got some great photos. It's just a really old, old. It's like you're going back in time when you walk down some of these alleys. You can only imagine, right? Because the, 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 the cobblestone and all of that, it's just, and the streets are real narrow. And the cars, like, you think it's an alley. You think it's a, a, a driveway. No, it's a street, son. And the cars be coming whipping down there. So it's um and some of these alleys you know, for some of these alleys got these fucking steep ass steps. The first night it was slippery. Yeah. And uh you listen, fuck around if you want to and try to be big man on campus and not use that motherfucking handrail. You will be leaving with a broken hip, my friend. Because that cobblestone shit is no joke. Yeah. But um that's definitely one thing I didn't factor in was all of the hills and the steep inclines that you have to, mm-hmm. you, you, there's nothing, you got no choice. Right. You know, this just walking. Old Europe. Just, just walking from the music shop to go to the mall to get some food. And it felt like we went on a three mile hike. Yes. Uphill. <laughs> Listen, you, I, I believe your exact words were, all right, this is enough. Because, <laughs> like, you walk up a street and then you turn a corner and it's going up higher. Yeah, another hill. Right? You think another. that you you reached the flat part. Right. Yeah. Uh, DJ Cal is just uh, playing in my head so on a loop. Another, another one. one. <laughs> another one. Another one. It's like coming into this apartment when you're climbing up the steps. I've already climbed the steps several times, but it's. I get to that last level and it's like another one. <laughs> no matter how many times I come up these steps. But steps aside, the first night was great. You know what I mean? We got up the next day and we went on a wine bender. We wound up going to the store, get a few things. L winds up buying this great bottle of wine for $5. And like I said before, I, I don't want to drink any wine. What are we drinking? Wine? I took one taste of that shit and it was like a crackhead hitting crack. Immediately, I was like, we got to get more of this stuff. This stuff is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, coupled with the fact that I, you know, if you smoke uh, reefers, 
you know, as the old people say, if you smoke marijuana, you can find a plug anywhere. And immediately, you know, I could tell that the guy that owned the restaurant that we were having beers and he smoked weed. So asked him, he gave me the plug. Fast forward, I smoked a good joint and then I had some of that wine that L had. Immediately, I knew we needed more. I go back down to the store where we got it from and all they had was two bottles on the shelf. Picked them shits up. And I was going down there to get like three or four bottles. I was like, no, we're going to, this is good stuff. Yeah, you you were adamant and you were yeah. willing to wait to find out if they had more of that wine yes. in the back. Yes. I did the back the guy in the back. Is anything in the back? <laughs> Can you check in the back to see if my size is there? I need I need you to go in the back of the store and see right. if there's any more cases out. Cause I was thinking, I asked the Rick, how many in a case? This is like six or twelve. I said, because there was five dollars a bottle. So it's like, right. why not buy the case? Right. So right. They didn't have any more other than two bottles. But anyway, we, we started drinking and we drank the whole fucking day. And then we decided to go out to Club 36 and we take a cab, uh, cab an Uber over there. The Uber driver was hilarious. The dude was just, <laughs> the dude was a character. Okay. He was, he was, was definitely a character. He was definitely a character, right? So we get dropped off. We go into the spot and there's an African dude that was DJing. Cool dude. You know, he was playing some okay music, but it wasn't like, I mean, it was a hip hop club, obviously, or hip hop ish. Um, it just had a, it, it had a good vibe, though. I liked the energy in the spot. It was kind of small. Mm-hmm. It was small, not kind of. It was a small spot. Yeah. But it was, it was a decent vibe. I liked the vibe in there. You know, we were just, you know, talking to the locals and, you know, it, it just, the people there are very nice. People in, 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 general here are nice with the exception of the one experience that we had but people in here have been generally nice and you know people sat down they're curious where are you guys from they start having a conversation with us so we start having a conversation we have a drink with them we're talking with them all night and nice folks and they're like oh let's go to another spot and we were like yeah let's go to another spot they were, we'll take you to another spot but then i guess the wine and the and like probably the 30 beers that we drank <laughs> Started to make me a little paranoid. And I was mm-hmm. like, nah, they're going to put us in a shipping container. <laughs> this is not, not going to go well. So. Wait, hold on. Let's let's unpack that a little bit. So we're, we're sitting at this bar and we're sitting at the table in the corner. And actually, I don't remember how we struck up a conversation with these three people. Yeah. But it starts off with a lovely lesbian woman who has a nice trucker hat on. I can't remember what the trucker hat says. But she sits down at the table. We start talking. Then eventually we're joined by her black french yeah um co-workers matter of fact mm-hmm. and then uh another i can't remember what nationality he was but he, another he was french he, he was french french, also? He was french dude yeah, yeah. yeah white guy he's gay so that's the dynamic of these three and they sit mm-hmm. down and we start talking and we have a great conversation and then eventually as we're downing all these beers and our <laughs> table looks like a bottle manufacturing uh, <laughs> it looked like the, the beginning of fucking um what's that Vernon Shirley Vernon Shirley bottles everywhere box. son right bottles and bottles and so they suggest that we go to this other spot and we just start walking and like Vince said it it was weird because at some point in my mind also it did kick in we don't know where who these people are and mm-hmm. where they're taking us to. Mm-hmm. And they kept walking after a while and we were waiting for the Uber and they were like, come on, come on. We were like, nah, we'll see you never. <laughs> and yeah, got into the Uber and just bounced. But what I found really interesting though is how open we were to walk 
with them as if mm -hmm. we knew where the fuck we were going. Because mm -hmm. I remember thinking, I feel like I am in New York almost, mm -hmm. but I have to remember I'm not in New York. Exactly. So uh, that that was an interesting uh, interaction, but uh, See, I, 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 I wish like whoever they uh, decided to steal and capture and send uh, to another foreign land for slave labor, I wish them well as well. <laughs> See, I feel like when you travel, you have to be open to experiences like that because you True. never know who you're going to meet. True. Um, and I've had bad situations, nothing actually catastrophic, but I've also had like some amazing times, even in New York, where you just happen to meet somebody and then end up God knows where at like four of the best parties you've ever had. And then all of a sudden it's daylight. I, so I was, I was, I was not open to it only because my belly felt like it felt like somebody put a bike pump Bubble up my ass and like <laughs> just blew my stomach up. So I was I was only going because you guys were going. So yeah. I, I would have ended up in slave labor and I would have been angry with a bloated belly. Angry. I didn't even want to be here. <laughs> Fucking vented <laughs> out. And still but, with bubble guts and no way to right. go to the bathroom and deal yeah, with yeah. And hey, these, You'd have been in the container. Go over the corner and shit in the corner. <laughs> but at, at that point, it wasn't even like I had to shit. It was like I have to belch and I got a fart, but I'm like, I'm not sure <laughs> if it's fart or if it's gonna be a disaster so just don't even take the risk and then this motherfucker kept giving me fucking beer and it had to have been the most bubbly beer ever created because it was just it adding like soda champagne yeah. it just kept, kept adding more gas on it and i was like man yeah i can't <laughs> i'm ready to go yeah well that those those beers were a little crazy and they were two dollars so, you know, two euros, two dollars. So now I'm throwing up a twenty dollars bill, getting changed, buying another round. And it just it was round after round after round. And, I, you know, I, I wanted to I, I just felt like drinking. And it was, you know, we were having a great time. It's just that, like you said, after a while, I was like, I'm kind of ready to go home. I'm drinking too much. <laughs> it's time. to Yeah, go you home. were definitely the uh, the head of uh, the empire that night because uh, <laughs> you were here <laughs> we for it, though. Like I said, L. I think I'm on a mission. I think I'm on a bender right now. And I, and I need you to join me <laughs> on this road to bendership. And you were like, I'm with you, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was more little John. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. He was a little more, something more turned up than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good time, though. It was a good time. Yeah, we had a great time. You know, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, so far, so good. I mean, we, you know, we took a little break yesterday. You know, we, we got some food. We made some food in the crib and, you know, kind of relaxing. And then, you know, part two coming soon. So that's basically mm -hmm. it, man. Merch drop! You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Decoding 40, letting you know about Decoding40Pod.com. That's right, Decoding40Pod.com. That's our new site that's got all our merch on it, Decoding40Pod.com. Decoding40Pod.com. My first impression of uh, Lisbon when we arrived, you know, because sometimes you travel, it's like the language barrier can be a struggle, but there's so many English speakers here. You don't have that that issue, but I do still feel like you miss out on some interactions when you don't speak the language. 
that's when I started to feel like, you know, I wish I had studied up a little bit more before I came here. But um, the people have been lovely. Most of the people that we, we like we see around our area, because we're like at one of the tourist attractions, we're not too far from from them. Like it's an over, it's like a an area where you can see the entire city. So it's like the high point of the city and you can see everything. So a lot of people come here during the day, take pictures, hang out, whatever. So a lot of them are tourists and the locals that we have come in contact with have been really cool. My impression of the city, it's, I feel like I'm still learning it because it's not like any place I've been before, but not totally different. You know what I mean? I like Lisbon. It's 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 cool. It's it's sort of like this is a little bit of the laid backness that I needed. Like we can go out, we can hang out, have drinks, but then we can come back here and it's pretty quiet and we can chill and just mm-hmm. relax. Like this is this is like the perfect balance of 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 all of it, you know. And it, and nothing's too far away. True. Uber ride yesterday. Uber ride was like four euro. Mm-hmm. We went pretty far for four yeah. euro, you know. Sucks for the driver, yeah. But it, it works for us. And and drinks are cheap. Thirty minute ride, yeah, for four euros. No, it, it's 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 dope. Just what you're saying, Rick. Is it? I like it. Like you said, it's it's a this little spot where we're at is like in a in the cut. Yeah, you know, we're not in the middle of everything, but we can get to the middle of everything in five ten minutes. That's what yeah. that's what's even better. Just in terms of traveling here, um, so like the first the first flight I took Delta, and I had Comfort Plus. And this was the longest part of the flight. So I'm like, oh, I upgraded with, with my miles. I was like, okay. So I'm assuming that the second leg is also upgraded with my miles. And it was not. <laughs> I went from Delta Comfort with the screen, your own personal screen, a little bit of leg room, and mm-hmm. you get on quickly. Then I switched to KLM, which was like tuna can with seats that are you barely... They're any both room between the seats. Yeah. And they're both, they both don't move. Yeah, yeah. But they only unbolt to move them closer together. <laughs> yes. They don't they don't go back. They go, I think we can squeeze another row in here. <laughs> <laughs> the cushion on the seat was thin. There was oh no God. entertainment. And this was basically now now you get a taste of like European Union travel. Because yeah. it's like a bus. Yeah, like it, it. It's so easy to go from city to city. Like it's not a big thing. So you're not getting those those comforts. And, that, uh, that them seats was like sitting on a fucking lawn chair. <laughs> that's exactly one of those eight. You know one of those eighties lawn chairs that interweaving that exactly. color. You remember back in the day? That's the fuck it felt like sitting on. That shit was hard as a rock. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> with, with, with somebody threw a cushion on it. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, a thin one. But you know, other other than that, it was it was fine. I slept most of the way. Um, it, it was a long flight. I mean, with the layover, which was like three hours, it was total like 13 and a half. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, it was, but it was definitely worth it. You know, you land and you come to the city. It's old. It's beautiful. The, the area where we're staying was like the perfect area to stay. Like we, we've got a great view of the city and we'll pass through some areas that were not so nice. Like, uh, that we thought, okay. I hope we are not staying here. Very city of Godish. Yeah. Very city city of gods. Yeah. And I didn't want that experience in Lisbon. (laughs) No, no. When we landed at the top of the hill, we were in the right place. Yes, sir. And uh, 
And I got to say, the the experience has been good. When you when you said um, we passed certain places, I was yeah. when we were in those areas. I'm I'm like quietly looking down at the Uber ride map to be like, okay, and we're not. Gonna be here. We still got some time to drive, and I'm trying to figure out. This looks like this is about a mile away from where we're at right now, so maybe it's going to change. Still moving. It's still moving. Okay, good. All right, great. <laughs> we're not uh, in the favela. <laughs> Yeah, I, as I was, I was saying in your check-in, I was not feeling very good. At, at, at the by the time we were at the bar, I was like, "If y'all want to stay, I'll stay." But I could very easily go home right now. And um, you know, we hung out. It, it was nice to 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 have some interaction with with folks, uh, some other folks, and to just you know sort of get to know what they know about the city. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we asked around about. Where where else we can go in the city to hear hip hop or you know more mm-hmm. or more black music because there there's a lot of places that they play a lot of electronic and I'm not really into that Euro techno mm-hmm. it's not all night can't do it I I can hear it in a mix but not only hear it all night because I'm not doing any pills this um, is the rhythm of the night <laughs> night 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 all that shit all night night yeah. night No, I'm not doing anybody's pills, so I can't hear that all night. So we were looking for some hip hop spots, and you know, hip hop is a global it's a global movement, so it's got to be it's got to be somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they they pointed us to a club. Well, first we went to 36, was this nice little bar lounge, and um, the second place they were telling us to go was a place called Park, which is on top of a parking garage. It's like a rooftop bar on top of a parking garage. And that's where our kidnappers were supposedly trying to lead us to. That's um, right. I totally forgot that. I totally You didn't even know where we were going, did you? Yes. <laughs> you- no. No, I didn't. And you know what's so bizarre? Had I realized that and really kind of unpacked what they were saying, why would we go into a parking lot to go party? And it probably really is a spot for us to party in the parking lot at the rooftop. Yeah. But there's it does exist. a lot of unmarked vans with no window <laughs> that would have easily, easily been uh, our no, no. transportation the entrance, to uh, slave The entrance is right there. Just just walk by that van. It's you know right what I, by that van. You know what I think about that? That's fr- from fucking uh, Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get Karen to go get the dresses and she's looking. She's like, no. He's like, just, just go in there. <laughs> It's just a little, little further down. Just uh, further down. Next, you know, bags over your head, <laughs> and the needles in your neck. No, so like once, so after we left thirty six on the way walking, and I think we were just sort of strolling because I don't think we had a real aim. They decided they wanted to stop at a bar midway to get shots. Yes, and. They were buying shots with them, and they said, oh, we're going to have six shots all together. And I was like, uh, no, I'm not having another shot because I'm not rolling down one of these hills and ending up the bottom with a broken neck because I'm not, I'm not feeling good at all. Um, so I, I abstain from the shots, and that's probably where they plan to roofie us. So you're welcome. Thank you. Because they needed to roofie all of us or the plan fell apart. You, like, plan to work. you know what? Matter of fact, the shots would have been water. <laughs> what? What? Yo, Al. What, nigga? Why do I sound like this? I don't feel so good. 
Yo, what? Why is there a shipping container in there? Fuck. <laughs> this don't look like a party, nigga. This looks like a kidnapping. <laughs> Not a <Run>. <laughs> kidnapping. <laughs> we're running, but we're actually running in place in slow motion because the roofie got us all fucked up. <laughs> So I don't I, I don't know if it was Vince paranoia or y'all ran out of gas at that point and we're like okay enough is enough because I don't even know what time it was at this point it must have been like three thirty in the morning yeah, easily easily anyway we decide we're we're calling the Uber and they kept walking like they thought we were behind us and then they, and they were like waving us on like a block away and we we're like no bye yeah. <laughs> we get in this Uber and uh, we get back to the crib and I. I think I might have stayed up for an hour or so. I don't no, remember. It was not an hour, my friend. It wasn't? Was no, it less? It <laughs> was it much less? It was much less. I'm not sure, bro. I like time. Time was not. Yeah, you were sitting at the table. Then you got yeah. up and went to the living room. And that was yeah. a wrap. Oh, that's, I fell asleep in the yeah. chair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, that's what I meant by staying up. I wasn't in the bed. This nigga look like it. this nigga was in a chair like a sleepy Santa. I stayed sitting upright. That's what I meant. <laughs> so Yo, you were sitting in that chair for so long because, and I'll talk about this in my checking. But I was trying to prepare something. Vin and I were just talking, talking shit for like an hour and a half, probably. Mm-hmm. I finally decided I'm going to bed, and you are still sitting in that chair, knocked out. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I guess he's staying there. Yeah. At, at, at some point, I get up and I go to my my room, and you know that it's not it's not like you feel like you got to throw up yet, but you feel a little burn at the top of your where your where your stomach meets your esophagus. Yeah, that, that's a reflex. Good, good. You feel that little burn. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Most times, you can you can just sleep that off, right? Mm-mm. And uh, at some point, I could not lay a certain way without it feeling like uh, it's it's um, it's about to back up. But I did find a comfortable spot, and I'm sleeping. And I don't know how long I was sleeping, but it's still dark, and I literally had to cover my mouth because the projectile vomit was on its way out. <laughs> and I'm running to the bathroom. Yuck. <laughs> I'm running to the bathroom with a mouth with a handful <laughs> with a handful of of red wine uh, <laughs> Heineken with a handful of red wine Heineken and a delicious that delicious uh, br- uh bream fish that I ate earlier in the night. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was yeah. another night. I'm, I'm yeah. doing that in the toilet. And I, everything came up. It, it, with, with all that red wine, it looked like I had been stabbed in the stomach <laughs> and was just bleeding out. <laughs> bleeding out of my mouth. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Looking like the motherfucker stabbed up in Goodfellas and he gets in the towels. Oh, yeah. You, you wasted fucking eight towels on this guy. <laughs> Toughen this kid up. <laughs> Man, what I what I tell you, uh, it was all coming up, and you like, you know, when you when you finally feel good is after that last empty dry heave. That that dry huh? heave, we get that back just got that this. last little bit out, and then I was good to go. I went to sleep, and I was fine. But there was definitely an uh, entire day needed for recovery because I was hungover. But what was I thinking? I started off drinking bourbon. I was drinking at Woodford Reserve. Yes. 
switched to red wine, red drinking that for hours, wine. and then drinking, I don't even know how many Heinekens. Most of it's your fault. I'm just going to say that. Um, <laughs> because I'm not even sure how many Heinekens I drank. They were small, but they were very aggressive. Those little yeah, Heinekens. The problem is, what are these, 8.5s? I don't know. That's I thought problem. it was, I was thinking they seven ounces. They are deceptively ounces. small. It's like drinking a fucking fruit uh, juice uh, container. And next thing you know, you drink five or six. I, I, I want to say that we probably had at least six to eight of those a piece. I think I, I, think I might have had six. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, got, it got blurry after like the fourth one. Yeah. It, was just, it seemed like I was just like, I don't know what, I, what mission I was on, but uh, it was a successful mission. Yeah, you 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 were you were Captain Bender that night. Yeah, <laughs> yes, onward, bro. onward, <laughs> onward, sir. So yesterday, I just spent the day on the mend, and it was just nice to chill too. I did drink three local beers, but that was more so to even everything out, you know, because I wasn't, I was, I didn't get, I didn't get drunk, no tipsy, nothing. That was that was it. I just wanted to. You know, hair of the dog. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's been my experience so far. Love, love Lisbon. You could definitely come back here again. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy, L.O.Dot, Dot, the man with more AKAs than the Black Campus. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. Decoding 40. Where to begin? I think I'm going to start when Ben and I get into the Uber to go to JFK to start the trip. I have never had more conversation with an Uber driver in my <laughs> life than I did in the car with Vin. Like they they had like a hired driver union conversation <laughs> that I felt like I was the fly on the wall and got to listen to it. They're talking shop. They're talking music. Everything that Vin talks about that he provides for a customer in his car, he was providing for the driver. Right. And I was like, I don't talk to my drivers. <laughs> and this dude was ear hustling on everything we said and mm-hmm. would just pop in. Coolest dude. Yeah, I mean, he was. Because we told him uh, he, about the show, and he's probably going to listen. So I don't want to get. I don't want him to get it twisted. Very cool dude. But I just have never had a conversation that thorough with any driver in the entirety of <laughs> taxis, uh, hired cars, Uber, <laughs> Lyft, <laughs> Revel, whatever it is. That is the most concentrated conversation I've ever had in a car. So we cool. It's cool. We get to the airport. And we're both like, we, our, we're going to check our bags, so we have to pay to check the bag. The sister, Ethiopian sister, I think, says, don't worry about it. We're going to comp this fees. Because I'm, I'm expecting to pay $100 for this bag. Mm-hmm. So she said, don't worry about it. So I'm like, boom, I, they, they get, take my bag, give me my uh, 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 slip. And then I walk over to Vin, and I'm, I see him with his card in his hand. I'm trying to get his attention. Because I want him to know that, yo, I did not pay for my bag fees. And so if he's charging for your bag fees, don't do it. Or we're going we're gonna to mm-hmm. cause a scene. Some yeah. affirmative action shit. 
We're gonna cause a scene. <laughs> and, get, and, and get old girl fired. <laughs> you didn't charge him back fees again. Right. <laughs> we, <laughs> bag fees didn't land on us. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> immediately when he gets his everything squared away, he walks and he turns. He's like, yo, did you pay for your bag? I'm like, nah, I didn't pay for a bag. He's like, cool, because I ain't pay for mine either. So we're, we're good. I'm gonna it was an H-class bag, by the way. That's the code you use. That's an H-bag. Uh, no fees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going forward, ladies and gentlemen, know that if you have an H-bag, there's no fees. Yeah. What is an H-bag? I don't know. It's the That's class I heard him say. bag. Okay. Don't worry about it. Just say, I think this is an H-bag. So uh, I shouldn't be charged. <laughs> that's, that's a little life hack. So we get to uh, a bar that's a couple of uh, steps away from the gate. We have a couple of drinks. The w- woman who uh, waited on us was exceptional. I think her name was Janet, who kept the beers coming on time, except for the last round, which mm-hmm. she was tied up in something, so I'm not going to hold that against her. But when we got on the plane, I was ready to go to sleep because the beers were just like, homeboy, <laughs> just settle in because bro, <laughs> you're done. So get on the plane. I sleep. His Vin is a very cool person. Because he was thoughtful enough to put a water. I guess they were handing out water while I was sleeping and he was awake. Mm-hmm. And he puts the water in my uh, the, the pouch and behind the seat. And I, I don't even thank you for that. But um, mm-hmm. thank you because I needed a water. <laughs> I still need a water, by the way, because my piss looks golden brown right now. <laughs> and it has never looked like that in like, the last Your year. Piss is so I was right like, now. yo, I really just need to take shots of whatever that mineral water is. Mm-hmm. So we get that. And like he said, we had these two idiots in front of us who were determined to push their chairs as far back as possible. And then even were like slamming their backs into the chair to kind of make it go back further as if it could. Mm-hmm. So I pushed uh, uh, the person's chair in front of me. And I think from that push, she, they got the message that these Negroes are not playing with us. And it will be some wild shit on the plane if we continue to do this. So that's cool. We get to uh, Zurich, we walk around. It's a very like, it looks like um, an airport from any type of futuristic sci-fi movie that you watched, where it's very stoic, it's very clean, very straight. There's nothing really kind of cool about it it's just it's just blah it's bland utilitarian yes utilitarian that's actually the word i had used while we were there so we get onto the plane the connecting flight and that's when the shit goes incredibly left i'm sitting on uh so i'm sitting at the chair close to the window ben is sitting uh in the aisle seat it's a three uh seat row any ideas or thoughts of it not being a full plane and we having this seat empty between us or dash because the captain comes on and says, this is a full plane, everybody prepare. And who do we have sit in between us but Jim Coffee? And I call him Coffee not because of what he was drinking, but because of what he was doing. This dude was caught. He came in hot. He sat down. Vladimir Kofsky. No hands covered. 
Gene Hackman. Yeah, Vladimir Kofsky. He he is letting it fly. Yes. Like, he was intentional. Like, I don't know if you had COVID before, but if I got it, you got it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I'm just coughing. Hi, I'm Kate COVID. (laughs) Coffee, Anand. Right. (laughs) It was so blatant. It felt like he really came on the plane just to infect everybody. So (laughs) it was so crazy. I started laughing and I was, my stomach was hurting because this dude was doing so much and he just was coughing. So I'm like, yo, you got to cover your mouth, V. No, no. What are you doing right now? Ladies and gentlemen. Wasn't this covering unadulterated into the air, like into the naked air? Dog in the air. Like he's like, he put his, he put his hand up. As a gesture, not to block right. anything. It was okay. kind of so, just so like, like I'm just gonna... make a make a cone to super blast it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Like he really <laughs> had his hand at the side of his mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, so he's coughing. I, I, I could no. not like literally. It was so outrageous that I, my stomach was hurting from laughing because I could not believe somebody actually sat down and started coughing like that. Ladies and gentlemen, what what LO's not telling you is that. Everything that he's saying, he was actually saying. So, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, my man, you just gonna cough out like that without covering that shit? What the fuck? Are you serious?" And I'm looking, I'm like, "Oh god." And he was German because I could tell when he was on the phone. Nah, he sounded hey. Russian to me. Oh, you thought he was Russian? I thought he was German. I, he, he's. I was listening to his conversation, and it sounded more uh, Russian than German to me. Okay, so he's Russian or German? Yeah, it's clearly not English. Yes. But I knew he understood what I was saying. Yeah. Because yeah. just the tone of my voice and just the incredulousness of the idea that someone would literally just cough without covering their yeah. mouth is so bizarre to me. It's so he was bizarre. aggressively coughing too. Aggressive. Yeah. He, he was, was like, cool. I got that new SARS, nigga. Yes. I got that COVID twenty three. You gonna get that twenty three. Hmm. So I just can't yo, I just came back from Hunan. And, um, <laughs> let me just say I got that new shit I got that new shit son rest assured this is not the gentleman who stops at the sink on his way out of the bathroom no he does not not, no. At, all. not at all speaking of which when we were at uh, Infamy I was washing my hands there was another dude in the corner and uh, at the stall he gets himself together walks out looks at the sink and me at the sink and like I would never <laughs> <laughs> I would never I wash would never hands. wash my hands. Wash my hands. That's the part of the, that's the part of the flavor. <laughs> Clearly, you're an American. See, that's why black people in, created the fist bump yep. <laughs> and the elbow bump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now we just now we up. just pointing at niggas like right. <laughs> Don't even touch me. I'm gonna just throw you yeah. my shit. <laughs> oh my! But uh, so yeah, so so we get we get to. Uh, Lisbon. Matter of fact, before I say that, not only was the gentleman in between us coughing, the entire plane was coughing and sneezing. Yes. It was like uh, a germs. in a fucking tube. It, we were just literally subjected to germs for the entire <laughs> two hours. Oh my God, you had a mask. Coughing and sneezing. Kid, first of all, the babies that were sneezing, you know they weren't covering their mouth. But right. the adults... All out, like you could hear the sneeze just flow across the fucking aisles. It was the 
Right. Right. Exactly. It was like fifty cal. It was like a sound of the fifty caliber uh, rifle going. Exactly. And you and felt it, you, you felt it like. Man, and when you hear a baby call, I know they are. Even though this person is fifteen rows behind me, I know that sneeze is in my row right now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is uncovered, sir. And then you uncovered, know the, uncovered. You know the sound that a baby Unfilled. makes when they cough, and they got that phlegm, and it's that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, now imagine that from several people over and over again, like every. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a horror film. It really is like a horror. Film. And then the nigga next to us, <laughs> right? Like they ain't got nothing on me, dog. This nigga, and then he's <laughs> then after he sneezed and coughed in his hand. I mean, what what little got in his hand? Because he was just blowing it like towards our direction. He proceeded to eat something, and then he just wiped his hands on his shirt. What would he wipe his hand on his? On okay, his here's Jesus. The, I, you shit? know what? You reminded me of that this is the nasty part. So he eats. We're on. Uh, we're we were in Switzerland, so they're handing out Swiss chocolate. He eats a uh, Swiss chocolate. Doesn't use a napkin to wipe his hand. He wipes it on a plastic bag that he has. So now it looks like streaks of shit is on his plastic bag, and he's just sitting there holding it. And I'm like, he's nasty enough. That might actually be doodle. <laughs> poopies. I like to save a little poopy for later. So yeah, so it's it's just. So did y'all did y'all mask up like halfway? Hell no, no no no. Before the guy sat down, Hmm. the barrage of coughing and sneezing had started. L immediately goes in his bag and he has a mask. And I I was like, nigga, please tell me you have another one. (laughs) L had enough for us. Anybody else would ask, like, nah, you got to get your own home, right? But we put on our mask and. And that's even before the guy got to the seat. Because right. oh, I'm telling you, as soon as you get on the plane, is <coughs> that's the babies. And then the, the adults are like, ah, and then he comes. Coffee Jenkins. Yo, cough. It was biz- I, I have never experienced that in my life where no. everybody is coughing. Like yes. it was like just Vin and I were the only ones who weren't coughing on that plane. This is COVID flight 25. <laughs> <laughs> From Europe to Lisbon. If you've never had COVID before, you will have it by the end of this flight. <laughs> You've got a man in 25A who's coughing without coughing. We've got four babies in row four through five who are coughing with their mouths completely open. And there's a man picking his nose in the first class. And so sit back and relax and enjoy your flight. <laughs> enjoy this COVID. No, but uh, so, not you nasty the fuck up, son. Right. So we make it to... Uh, Lisbon, we connect at the back. All three of us connect at uh, baggage claim, and then we get in the Uber, and then we head to the spot. Like the guy said, we couldn't get in because we arrived earlier than the reservation um, was set for. And then we go to the spot downstairs and uh, wind up talking to Mateo, who is a Brazilian national who's living here in Portugal and is trying to make his way to New York. The comedy is Mateo is working on his English and his English is a hell of a lot better than my Portuguese. Way better. But trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about Mm. was comedy for me. (laughs) Because I was like, every other sentence 
And then his voice was so yeah. unexpected. It was way higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. Hey, hey, And then he was saying Massachusetts, and I was like, <laughs> that was Massachusetts, Massachusetts. He was like, he was like, you like, you listen to hip hop? Yeah, little Wayne. He's, no, he called it hippie hoppy. Hippie hoppy. Little, <laughs> little, little, little Wayne. Little Wayne. Uh, little Wayne. He said he wanted to come to New York. Yeah, New York. Where? Massachusetts. <laughs> right. That's what threw me off. And I was like, wait, what? The dream was to come to New York, Massachusetts. All right. Uh, okay, good luck with that. <laughs> but he was a good dude. Wound up hooking yeah. Ben up. And uh, we get finally get into the apartment. And it's a great looking apartment. I thank you guys for allowing me to get the, the, the room with the the bathroom. It's Vin's turn to have the best room on the next trip because Alaric, you had the best room in Miami. So <laughs> only by default. <laughs> but I was it by default. Because it's only it's only the best room because it was the furthest room away from Vin snoring. Right, fuck you, man. <laughs> it, wasn't dang, like it, dang, it wasn't like it had an in-suite. It didn't have a bathroom. No, it was a nice room. I can't lie. I can't lie. So, yeah. So, Ben, uh, a matter of fact, it'll work out because it'll be for your birthday anyway. So No doubt. But, yeah, it Lisbon, I, I will echo everything that you guys said. It It is probably a, a repeat trip for me. Um, I like the oldness. I do like the idea that people do mind their business and it's just kind of like mm -hmm. they let you live a few stairs, you know, kind of like, well, I, you know, I don't know if it's because we're black, we're American, we're black Americans. I don't know what it is, but there's something occasionally that we get that is very you travel abroad. You got obvious. world niggas. You got, what, what most of that said, he says, when you travel abroad, you got world nigga laws. <laughs> mm, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, so, that's pretty much my check-in. Um, yesterday, I was in the bed. I couldn't really sleep. Um, I wound up talking to my son and my wife, and uh, I was asleep, and they called, and that woke me up. And I had just taken three melatonin, and uh, if I wake up after taking melatonin, it's a wrap. Was, it, I might as well have been eating gummies. So uh, I was up for most of the night, and then I started developing this... Uh, uh, sinus and this little headache and congestion. So I thought I had COVID and that would have been really fucked up for me to have COVID. Uh, yeah. Had dodged it for years and just to come in uh, to Lisbon and get it. But I took a COVID test this morning and uh, no COVID. So pretty sure it's my uh, allergies uh, that are acting up. But yeah, so I, we still have more to talk about, but because um, I, I think in the next block we should talk about our trip to the first restaurant we went to before this week getting racism. to May's Kitchen, <laughs> yeah. um, because that was pretty hilarious uh, and crazy at the same time. So this is Leon. Uh, that's my check-in, and I'm done speaking. What's up, y'all? We need y'all to support this podcast. Pick yourself up a T-shirt. Pick yourself up a hoodie. They're soft. They're poly tri-blend, luxurious, warm. They're furry on the inside. They're really plush. You can sleep in them. Your wife can sleep in it. Your daughter can steal it. And she can sleep in it. Go over to Decoding40Pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, or whatever you like. Decoding40Pod.com
this week in racism actually has to do with your humble uh, host here on the show. This is the Lisbon edition. Which one of you guys want to um, start the story? And because uh, I, I have a different perspective from you, you all, because I didn't actually go into the restaurant, but I would love to hear what exactly transpired. Well, I, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell how we came about the spot, right? So you know, and then Rick 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 was the first, I guess, person to reach the counter, and I was literally right beside him. But we wanted to find a place. Uh, you know, Rick is pescatarian, so we want to find a place that we can only. And for the most part, most of the restaurants here have, you know, if you look, they'll have a fish dish or something to that nature, some some sort of seafood dish. So we found this spot that looked like it was more Spanish than it was, let's say, Brazilian or even Portuguese. And, you know, the menu looked great. Um, you know, they, we, they had to grill fish and everything else. So we found it on Google and we decided to take, you no, know, we walked there. We walked to that restaurant. Yeah. And oh, yeah. That was we, a hard story. That was that. That was a long walk. And we had to go up these fucking <laughs> these steps. Like, I thought we were actually going to Mount Olympus. <laughs> and at the top of the motherfuckers was Zeus. And then when you get there, Zeus is like, yeah, you got to go, go up another flight of steps, by the way. Yo, so, man, uh, we were cursing you out. Yes. Because right. Vin, Vin, is, Vin is navigating on right. the Google Maps, right? And he's like, oh, oh, it's just right around this corner, right? What's around the corner? A 90-degree yeah. incline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just another block, and we're almost right. there, Right. What's on the next block? Another 90 degree incline. Yes. <laughs> You're like, hee hoo. Yo, it's yes. like, you know what that shit was like on the prices right with the motherfucking the little things that goes up. That's how the fucking that's exactly right. We we should have had backpacks and walking sticks and hiking shoes. Yes. Just to get to this restaurant. So we get there. First of all, uh, the place is supposed to close at 11. We get there about 9.50, 10 o'clock, the latest. And we open the door, we walk in, and the place seems to be packed. But there was enough room for us to sit. So we go to the front, and there's this, this older Portuguese gentleman. I'm assuming he's Portuguese. This older gentleman. And he starts flailing his hands and saying something in Brazilian that, Neither Rick or I understand, but the body language clearly said, "Y'all need to get out because I'm not serving y'all." What was your What was your perspective? You think? Because I'm not totally convinced that it was it was a racist maneuver, mostly because I couldn't understand what he was saying. Right. So I walk in and I ask for a table for three, and I held up my hand, hold, and indicating three people, and he starts saying something in Portuguese points to the clock, says something else, points to the kitchen. I see there's a little old lady in the kitchen uh, cooking or whatever she's doing. And and then he says, no. And then I say, so you're closed? And he says, closed. So I'm like, mm. well, I mean, first of all, of course, we're the only black people in there, of course. Um, so you're not really sure how to, how to, I'm not really sure how to take that because we're American and there's a different experience in America and we know what that would be if we walked into a Denny's and we got rejected, you know, 30 minutes before closing time. Maybe she's backed up in the kitchen. Maybe that's what he was saying. Maybe they're not going to see any more people tonight. I don't know. I'm not really sure what he was saying. So I, I'm, I'm hesitant to call it. So I'm not 
hundred percent sure it was it was racist, but I can't say that it wasn't racist. I think what made it racist is when we kicked us out and then he put the clothes sign up. <laughs> I was just about to say. So we'll maybe look on this this week in kind of racism. Diet racism. The thing was, I was standing outside. I was trying to finish my drink while you guys were getting the table and getting things set up. So when I looked in, I saw you guys standing at the, uh, I guess, the bar or counter talking to him. And I'm thinking, okay, you're getting uh, the table and everything's all good. So I walked to the side of the restaurant just to kind of lean on the side and finish my drink. And then I see you guys walking out. Okay. There's no tables out here, so why are y'all walking out? Mm. Then I see him sort of, if he could, slam the glass doors, flip <laughs> the sign, <laughs> look at look at all of us like, bye. <laughs> and then I think he pulled down the gate. He pulled down the shutters. <laughs> he just made sure everything was closed like Fort Knox, like we were not getting into this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, when I, that's sort of what I took from it because it was more of, the aggressiveness and the look of indifference. Like you don't treat people who are your potential customers in a way that makes them feel like they are less than. That's what I took away from his demeanor. And even if he didn't say anything that was rude or um, uh, racist to you guys, I still think the way he flipped that sign, he was sending a message (laughs) Mm. like, we are closed to you and don't come back. Because even the people, I saw some of the people in who were sitting down eating, they were sort of shocked by how, what was happening. And when he locked the door, he locked that with emphasis. Mm, we should have went back in and said, white people, what did he say? But, <laughs> look, let's, I just want to, I just want to uh, draw a picture what? so that it's clear for the audience. Like it's a small little mom and pop restaurant that's on a strip that has other restaurants. It's it's small, maybe 10, 10 tables 15, at the most. 10, 15 right. at tables most. The most. I don't even think it was yeah. 10 tables, but yeah. Uh, if, if, there, if, if there was 10 tables, that's, that's the, like the maximum. And and two of them were open. Two of them that would have fit us were open. Were, mm-hmm. were the four, two four tops were open. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the place was full. So I, I, and I only saw those two people in there. So if he's taking orders, she's in the kitchen. I don't, that's what I'm thinking. Like, are they overwhelmed? Are they, can they not take more people? Or is this about us coming in, us being who we are coming in there and not being um, given service? And for me, it's hard to say because we take our our experiences and how we grew up in the country we come from, we take that with us, right? Mm -hmm. So we know what that is. But without getting the full picture, but we also know that Portuguese were some of the most vile, racist, and violent people on the planet to to black folks. So mm. I don't know what 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 sort of biases he holds. If he does, I don't know. It's hard to say. I wish I spoke the language. Well, I wish let's we go could back. figure out what he let's said. Let's go back, psych. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's go back at uh, before they close in like four hours and see what happens. I'm not walking up that hill again. <laughs> <laughs> you got to parachute me in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, but uh, like, let's airdrop in. We can listen. We can do that. Because the only argument I can say or maybe support and, and, and appreciate is if he was saying that the kitchen closed at 10 o'clock and they closed he, at 11. He, he did point to the clock. He pointed to the sweat on his head. He pointed to the kitchen. 
Now, it's all, all while he's doing this, he's speaking Portuguese. So I have no idea what he's saying. So I'm going purely off body language. Mm-hmm. His body language is saying, get out, please. We're not going to Yeah, I'm going by his body language when he uh, locked the door, switched that side, <laughs> pulled everything down. Like, I mean, he was, it was on some cartoon shit. Where yeah, it was. Like he was Bugs Bunny. Get close, Pally. He was not playing. No, he, he wasn't. was not playing. He was not. But because of that situation, we wind up going mm-hmm. to a really nice restaurant, which I'd love mm-hmm. to shout out. Yeah. The yeah. Kitchen. Yes. Um, service was great. Mm-hmm. The food was delicious. Mm-hmm. And um, the price was perfect. So, yes. I, I think. Yeah. And the wine was delicious. Everything was delicious. I think one bad situation turned into a great situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So reasonably priced. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. bottle of wine, 22, 22 uh, euro. I think my fish dish was 13 euro. Mm-hmm. Yours was 13 euro. Yeah. I don't know how much yours was, Vin. But same thing. Same thing. Like $12, $13, yeah. Very, very, very fairly priced. Yes. It so was. he did us a favor. Yeah, he did. did. Absolutely. Racism wins again. Yes. <laughs> we thrive and we survive. Yes, yes. We keep it moving. I was like, you ain't the only restaurant around this motherfucker. There's one right down the block. And he was yeah, more I mean, than happy to sit right us. Door, but yeah. Yeah, he was more than happy to seat us down and and and, and provided a great meal. Mm. And uh, you know, dude even poured the wine for us. It was really nice. It was a whole experience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, what what did you think about that birthday party that was happening in May's kitchen on the other side of the wall? We couldn't see them, but we could hear yeah. them. They were assholes. It was a there was weird some racism over there. Yeah. There was some racism on the other side. They they were acting very pretentious and they were talking to this guy in a very down demeaning way and he happened to be i don't know if he, what what nationality he was if he was he wasn't native of portugal he might have been yeah, he's, he's a brown person he yeah, might have been bangladeshi maybe indian yeah. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. sure um from that from that part of the world and the guy was clearly portuguese but he was one of them whiter looking portuguese people and it was like kind they're of like white him. they're all white yeah well, you know, that's what they're going with. But yeah, I, I can't remember what was happening, but I just felt, again, I felt like he was being rude to the to, mm-hmm. to the waiter when they were standing at the counter. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know. And it's funny how you don't speak the language, but you can just tell when someone's being dismissive right. of another person right. or being flippant about whatever it is that they're saying. And it did rub me the wrong way. Like, it was it was weird. He, they he were they were they were fighting over the uh, over the bill, and that looked like it was whether or not he had may have charged him for maybe one or two extra drinks or something like that. It looks like he kept because he, he kept saying the same thing like I had three of these. He kept saying like rum or something like that, the scotch. I heard I I started hearing like making what it was because he kept pointing at the bill, and they was like probably saying because they were clearly fucked up. Let's get, make that clear. They were loud and they were drunk and they were belligerent. So in your mind, after you've had five scotches, you think you have four, but you really have five and you're ordering them or someone at your table's ordering them and you're not paying attention and you've already had a lot to drink. You get up there and try to argue with the dude and he's telling you, no, you ordered this shit. You know what I mean? But he was on some. (laughs) Okay, here's what I find the most funny. You don't speak Portuguese. I don't. But you heard all of that. 
I can understand. You got all of that information. You don't, you don't. Because that was very detailed. That was very detailed. And then he said. No, no, no. I'm just saying. He's taking inference clues. And he is. Listen, the way, the way, the way he was acting. But but I'm just saying he was arguing about the bill and about drinks. And then what, and and I, what I'm inferring is that they were loud and drunk and how, what happens when people get drunk and people get ignorant and they fucking forget, ah, I had five or six drinks and he's arguing with the dude and the dude's behind the counter, like looking at him like he's crazy. And he knows respect to that woman too. And then what did I know? What? And then what did the dude say? He said, fuck you <laughs> and the podcast you roll on. <laughs> wow. God damn it. You know, you guys don't have any imagination. I love your imagination. I just love your imagination. <laughs> See, there but, it goes. Yeah. There he goes. Oh, man. Recording 40. I wanted to give you guys impressions on your high notes and maybe if you have a low note. Oh, my low note is throwing up my life into the, into the zone. <laughs> That's the lowest that I'm looking uh, like a fucking Michael Myers victim. But but you know what? I, 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 I it wasn't so bad that I had to uh, lay on the floor. But I thought about it because the because it's like a cement floor it's like a kind of industrial yeah. feel to this apartment and it's a cement floor and it was so cold yeah. and i could have laid on the floor and laid my face on it. but then you would have found me there in the morning and i wasn't yeah. going to let that happen yeah. so i got you it all out of the bathroom like what the fuck nigga, you high? that would have been videos <laughs> and photos <laughs> so i was not gonna let that happen i wasn't letting that go on patreon um, and and the highlight, to be honest, is is being here with you guys and just enjoying being in another place. And we're exploring this place together because none of us have been here before. I'm a, I'm very excited for Vin because this is your first time in Europe, and just seeing how old this this place is. Yeah, those those are the highlights for me. My low point is just I, I I'm I'm not one for planes, so the low point would be the the actual flight experience. I know that going back, I'm going to try to check it and see if we I'll pay for the extra at this point. I'm going to need the leg room because it's ridiculous. The high point, you know, I'm going to, you know, basically what Rick said, I'm, I'm here with my friends and we're having a great time and we're learning this place. And it's a beautiful, beautiful place. The views around here are beautiful. The alleyways, it's just the energy. The wine is fucking dope. And I told, I said this to L and I might've said it in front of Rick. It's like, People mind their fucking business, and you could just sit there and watch and have your wine. Like we were, we were going down the street the other day, and and these guys are set up in the at the benches with some wine and some bread and maybe some cheese, and just that's the night. They're just hanging out. Everybody's just right. hanging out, right? Right. So just a beautiful experience, man. I'm I'm having a great time. I'm having a great great time. For me, the low light would definitely be that experience on that connecting flight into. Uh, Lisbon, where your man was just coughing, uh, <laughs> unfettered coughing. He just was. I got. I, I've, I've just son. never experienced that in my life <laughs> with someone who just felt that comfortable to just yeah. cough without covering their mouth. Mm-hmm. Highlight. I, I guess I would echo exactly what you guys um, are saying because I was telling Ben, I've really only known you guys for like four years, mm-hmm. but I feel no. like we've known no. each other for decades. 
And to be able to take a trip like this and be able to enjoy one another and hang out and drink and laugh and cook together and break bread together, it's a, a great bonding experience. And um, uh, I, I appreciate it. So um, thank you both for um, being a part of this uh, experience and this trip for me. And yeah. I look forward to, forward to more trips. No doubt. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely man. Definitely. It's a good time, man. Wait, when when did we meet? We've met more than four years ago, bro. It's 2023. I would yeah, say is, six. Yeah, about six. I don't really know you niggas. I'm here with you, so that's what I'm trying to make my point. That's I don't know you like that. I don't know you like that, but we cool, though. You know? Right. Nah. But no, no, I mean, but that that is really, like, crazy. I mean, yeah. even for that short period of time to yeah. be as connected as we are as friends is, is pretty dope, uh, particularly yeah. for me, because... Yeah. I'm on that Drake shit. No new friends. And right. um, well, I mean, we've discussed some of the most intimate portions of our lives yeah. right. um, on this show. Yeah. And privately. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, this this certainly was one of the things that helped me maintain sanity through the pandemic and being locked down and, and not working and, um, and 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 homeschooling and, you know, not going out and just changing right. changing up the whole life like we had that weekly appointment was important yeah no doubt and it still is it still yeah. is important um, absolutely I, I think it's become even when i don't want to do it it's still like one of the most refreshing hours hour and a half two hours two and a half hours depending on what the hell it is that we're doing but it is one of the refreshing uh uh, lights in my week that I can look forward to and just laugh. And and then when we're doing it, it the time literally goes by very quickly. Yeah. And um, but it's always cathartic and it's always refreshing to just jump on this microphone and be able to talk with you guys. No doubt, man. No doubt. So anything that you have learned from this trip or in the past week? <laughs> Nobody covers their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Eastern European people, uh, Russian and German people feel that their germs are yours. Hold They're it. very sharing. They're very giving. Very you remember when we were sitting yesterday? And I, I know you remember when we were sitting under the canopy yesterday uh -huh. and we were looking across the street and people were just coughing. And oh, yeah. Not covering their mouth. And other people were just walking into the Into germs, the mist. Just <laughs> walking into the mist. Oh, that just, smells like cooking. Absorbing all of it. It's just... Mm -hmm. Brother Jay says, yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Rick, what I'm going to uh, save what I've learned about this place for probably the next portion of our recording before we leave, but I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring more of this place and exploring more of the city and uh, enjoying it. Nice. And uh, I think I've learned that... Uh, you got to have at least one paranoid person in your crew so uh, you don't wind up in shifting containers <laughs> on your way to hard slave labor for the rest of your life. So if you're going to travel, make sure you have one paranoid, schizophrenic, maybe uh, crazy person in your crew that just is going to talk <laughs> sense into the rest of you to make sure you don't do anything stupid. Well, so, Well, you, you need one paranoid and one bloated. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you have two gung ho, they're gonna override paranoia. So someone has to have a, a sensitive system. Yes, to oh, get shit. you out of that fucking mire. 
uh, all right, cool. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. As always, we invite you to support this show and all the things that we're doing because I think we're evolving and trying to travel more and bring more lifestyle elements into this brand. So if you could be so kind as to go to decoding40pod.com or just give us a call and find out how you can help support our mission and be a part of what we're trying to do. That number is 619-940-4040. We look forward to connecting with you and talking with you. We're already having some conversation with some cool brands. We would love to continue uh, that conversation with some other folks in the industry and in the landscape of lifestyle branding. So give us a call. Continue to tune in every Friday. Look for new merch every Monday. And this is Decoding 40. Peace. 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 Obrigado, obrigado, Lisby. Obrigado, 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 Lisby Portugal. Obrigado for everything. Obrigado for the wine. Obrigado for the Cuban cigars. Abigado for the weed. Abigado for the food. Abigado for the racism. Abigado. 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 Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, goddammit.